Middle-earth's greatest power couple, Aragorn and Arwen. How could a mere mortal man convince Arwen to love him? Or even more impossible, how could Aragorn convince Arwen's father to allow them to marry? What was Arwen's choice? And why would Elrond be full of sorrow, whether good succeeded or failed in overcoming the shadow? If we stripped away all the battles, all the struggles, all the rings, dwarves, dragons, dark lords, wizards, Nazgul, hobbits, if we stripped all of that away, if we were left with only the tale of Aragorn and Arwen, I would argue that we would be left with one of the most compelling and powerful stories of love, adventure, duty, and choices made in hope, despite an oppressive darkness. Wander with me today, or dare I say, let's stray into a dream as we rediscover the tale of Aragorn and Arwen, as told in Appendix A to Return of the King. Welcome! In the Lore of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of Middle-earth. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-earth, then listen and subscribe. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Let's check the map for the context of today's tales. If none of this makes sense, back up and listen to some previous episodes. It is the Third Age of Middle-Earth. The Northern Kingdom of Arnor, established by Elendil, has dwindled to the Lesser Kingdom of Arthedain, and after the attacks of the Witch King of Angmar, Arthedain has diminished even more, so that the descendants of Elendil and Isildur are little more than wandering rangers in the north. In Gondor, the Southern Kingdom, the line of kings has also failed, and Echthelion, father of Denethor, is steward. The tale of Aragorn and Arwen begins with Aragorn's grandparents. They lived in a time when Numenor had fallen, Arnor had fallen, and even the residual kingdom of Arthedane had fallen. Even so, Aragorn's maternal grandfather didn't want Aragorn's father to marry his daughter, but his grandmother, gifted with foresight, convinced him to consent to the marriage, saying in part, quote, If these two wed now, hope may be born for our people. Aragorn's parents were wed, and a few short years later, Aragorn was born. 
but Aragorn was only two years old when his father was slain by orcs, so the titles of Chieftain of the Dúnedain and heir of Isildur fell to the toddler Aragorn. His mother took him to Rivendell seeking refuge. There's a great scene from the extended edition of the Fellowship of the Ring, where Aragorn is cleaning off a marble statue, and Elrond says to him, quote, She wanted to protect her child. She thought in Rivendell you would be safe. In her heart, your mother knew you'd be hunted all your life. Elrond knew, quote, that the enemy was seeking to discover the heir of Isildur, if any remained upon the earth. So he became a father figure for Aragorn, and he, quote, came to love him as a son of his own. But he kept Aragorn's name and family lineage secret. Instead, Elrond called Aragorn Estel, meaning hope. And this is the first clue to a major theme in the tale of Aragorn and Arwen. Hope, especially unlikely hope, in the face of daunting evil and pending shadow. Aragorn became fast friends with Elrond's two sons. Yes, Elrond had two sons, which you wouldn't know if you've only seen the movies. When Aragorn was 20, Elrond revealed to him his true name and lineage, and, quote, he delivered to him the heirlooms of his house. These heirlooms we mentioned an episode or two ago, so for a quick review on those, they included the Ring of Badahir and the Shards of Narsil, as well as the Scepter of Anuminius. This last heirloom, the Scepter, Elrond held back until Aragorn had earned it. After this revelation, Aragorn walked and sang for joy at sunset, quote, for he was full of hope and the world was fair. Suddenly, he sees a maiden walking among the birches, quote, and he halted, amazed, thinking that he had strayed into a dream. By lucky chance, Aragorn had been singing a part of the tale of Luthien Tenuviel, and particularly the moment when the mortal man Baron first meets the immortal elf maiden Luthien as she is dancing in the forest. When Aragorn sees the elf maiden while he is singing, he thinks he is seeing Luthien walk before his eyes in Rivendell, though she died thousands of years before, in a land far away. She is, quote, clad in a mantle of silver and blue, fair as the twilight in Elvenholm. Her dark hair strayed in a sudden wind, and her brows were bound with gems like stars. At first, Aragorn is stunned into silence, but fearing that she would disappear, he calls after her, saying, quote, Tenuviel, Tenuviel just as Baron had done in the first age of Middle-earth. Smiling, she asks him why he called her by that name, to which Aragorn explains that he believed her to be Luthien, quote, but if you are not she, then you walk in her likeness. She answers, quote, so many have said, yet her name is not mine, though maybe my doom will be not unlike hers. And here is another connection with the ancient tale of Baron and Luthien. We may need to jump into the Wayback Machine, but one of the major themes of that tale is doom, or fate, and specifically, the doom of mortal men to die, a doom which the immortal elves do not share. This elf maiden already has some inkling that her fate may be similar to that of Luthien. Luthien, because of her love for Baron the mortal, forsook the immortality of the elves. Aragorn tries to sound cool and says, quote, I am Aragorn, Arathorn's son. Isildur's heir, lord of the Dúnedain. But as he says it, he feels that his high lineage pales in comparison, quote, to her dignity and loveliness. Then she laughs and reveals her name, quote, then we are akin from afar, for I am Arwen, Elrond's daughter, and am named also Umdomniel. Aragorn wonders that he has never met her or even heard of her in his twenty years of life at Rivendell, but she had been in Lothlorien visiting her mother's kin. Galadriel is Arwen's grandmother, after all. From the moment of this meeting, Aragorn, quote, loved Arwen Undomniel, daughter of Elrond, 
We know that Aragorn was 20 when he met Arwen, but how old was she? In simple years, she was 2,710 years old. However, Tolkien experimented with different rates of maturity for the elves in Middle-earth, but can we pin down how old Arwen would have been in terms of human age? In one note published in the book called The Nature of Middle-earth, Tolkien wrote this, quote, Arwen was married to Aragorn in Third Age 3019. She was then 2,778 years old, or in human terms, nearly 28. This, in Elvish terms, is a very suitable age. Her wedding was in any case inevitably postponed by the War of the Ring. Also, in 2,951, when Aragorn first met her, she was 2,710, or 27, whereas he was then 20. He had yet to overtake her, which in this case was desirable, since she was to become mortal in his degree. In 2,980, when they plighted their troth in Lorien, she was very little older, but he was 49. Hopefully I didn't lose you there in all the numbers, and don't try to make sense of the math, because Tolkien was constantly tinkering with the maturity rate calculations. But this at least gives some insight into how 20 years can be the blink of an eye to an elf, whereas other races, say men or the dwarves of Moria, can live entire lives in that range of time. So that is the cute meat scene between Aragorn and Arwen. Aragorn reacts how any contemplative, serious 20-year-old heir of ancient Numenor would react. He falls into silence. His mother does what any loving mother would do. She pesters him with questions. Aragorn finally gives in and tells her of his love for Arwen. His mother says, quote, Your aim is high, and it is not fit that mortal should wed with Elfkin. Then she reminds him that even though two such couplings happened in the past, that was in a time when, as Tolkien wrote in the Silmarillion, quote, Elves and men were of like stature and strength of body. But now their race had dwindled. Even Elrond began to suspect something, and said to Aragorn, quote, A great doom awaits you, either to rise above the height of all your fathers since the days of Elendil, or to fall into darkness with all that is left of your kin. If that line sounds familiar, it's because it was stolen by Galadriel in Peter Jackson's Fellowship of the Ring. Elrond forbids Aragorn to take a wife until he has accomplished his trial. He continues, reacting as any father of a fair elf maiden would react. Having guessed at Aragorn's intentions, he tries to dissuade Aragorn from courting Arwen further. Quote, she is of lineage greater than yours, and she has lived in the world already so long that to her you are but a yearling shoot beside a young birch of many summers. She is too far above you. So you can see that Elrond wants to prevent this union, and this sentiment, I think, was accurately portrayed in the movies. Aragorn responds, quote, I see that I have turned my eyes to a treasure no less dear than the treasure of Thingol that Beren once desired. Here is another reference to Beren and Luthien's tale, and you can listen to episode 21 for a refresher on that story. With a sudden burst of foresight, Aragorn proclaims that soon Elrond's children will have to make the same choice that Elrond and his brother Elros once made, to be part of the elven kindred and inherit the gift of immortality, or to be of mortal mankind and inherit the gift of death. That choice was granted to Elrond, who chose the elven way, and the same choice was given to Elrond's children. We've explored this theme of choice pretty extensively, so if you need a refresher on that, check out episode 31. Elrond responds, quote, But there will be no choice before Arwen, my beloved, unless you, Aragorn Arathorn's son, come between us and bring one of us, you or me, to a bitter parting beyond the end of the world. And this is Elrond's major dilemma. 
No matter how the War of the Ring ends, he essentially loses. Yes, Sauron would be overthrown, but then the works of the rings would be undone, and he would have to leave Middle-earth. Yet he could not coerce Arwen to follow him, and if she loved Aragorn, she would be doomed to his fate, that fate being eventual lonely death. Which is one of the major guilt-tripping scare tactics that he employs on Arwen in the Two Towers movie. It's a heart-wrenching scene when Elrond tells Arwen, quote, Whether by the sword or the slow decay of time, Aragorn will die, and there will be no comfort for you, no comfort to ease the pain of his passing. But you, my daughter, you will linger on in darkness and in doubt. Here you will dwell, bound by your grief under the fading trees until all the world is changed and the long years of your life are utterly spent. There is nothing for you here, only death. I mean, wow. Imagine if every father could scare their daughters away from the boys with a warning like that. Jokes aside, this dilemma is a key theme for understanding Tolkien's works. Immortality versus death. The elves have immortality, but is it really a gift? Men are doomed to die, but is that really a curse? These are the questions that Tolkien poses, and it's in stories like Elrond's love for his daughter, and Arwen's and Aragorn's love for each other, that these questions are wrestled with. These are the questions that reveal the depth of Tolkien's genius. And it's these sorts of deep questions that Amazon's Rings of Power doesn't even acknowledge that reveal its severe lack of depth and understanding of Tolkien's world. One more movie reference along these lines. Elrond says to Aragorn, quote, Let her bear her love for you to the undying lands. There it will be evergreen. And Aragorn simply says, quote, But nothing more than a memory. After the conversation with Elrond, Aragorn departs into the wild. Quote, For nearly thirty years he labored in the cause against Sauron, and he became a friend of Gandalf the Wise. It would be during this time, under the name of Thorongil, Aragorn would fight alongside the Rohirrim, and lead a Gondorinian fleet to retake the southern city of Umbar, which we touched on in the previous episode. He would also travel alone in the east and south, quote, exploring the hearts of men, both evil and good, and uncovering the plots and devices of the servants of Sauron. He wouldn't see Arwen again until he was 49 years old. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When Aragorn was 49, he returned to Lorien from a trip near Mordor. He didn't know it, but Arwen was visiting her maternal grandmother Galadriel at the same time. Before Arwen knew that Aragorn was in Lorien, Galadriel, as a cunning matchmaker, demanded that Aragorn set aside his travel-weary garments, quote, and she clothed him in silver and white, with a cloak of elven gray and bright gem on his brow. With this clothing, and maybe a little magic from Galadriel, Aragorn appeared more like an elf lord than a man. This reminds me of another instance in the story of Beren and Luthien. Beren has enlisted the help of Finrod, the brother of Galadriel, 
by invoking Finrod's oath that is symbolized by the ring of Badahir. Finrod disguises Baron and his companions in orc clothing, and with a little spell, so that they can sneak by Sauron's tower. But the disguise doesn't work. Luckily for us, Galadriel's spell seems to do the charm. Arwen first sees Aragorn after these thirty years, looking more like an elf lord than a man, and, quote, he came walking toward her, under the trees of Cardas Galadhorn, laden with flowers of gold. Her choice was made, and her doom appointed. They spent the season wandering together in Lothlorien. On the evening of midsummer, they walked the hill called Karen Amroth. They were barefoot, with grass and Eleanor and Nifredel flowers blooming at their feet. They looked at the gathering shadow in the east and the twilight in the west. Then, quote, they plighted their troth and were glad. For our modern ears, that means they committed to marry each other. A quick aside on the visuals here. The grass is an undying green. Eleanor is a golden star-shaped flower, which Sam the Hobbit loved so much that he named his eldest daughter Eleanor. Nifredil was a small white flower, which, interestingly enough, first bloomed with the birth of Luthien in the first age of Middle-earth. There's another connection of Arwen to Luthien. So around Aragorn and Arwen, when they become engaged, are golden flowers and white flowers, which brings us all the way back to before time began and the two trees of Valinor. The elves loved the light of the silver tree, and the light of the golden tree was for the waxing of men, but all delighted in the mingling of the light of the two trees, and it's in the mingling of the two races, in Arwen and Aragorn, that hope for the kingdom of men is reborn. For movie-only fans who haven't read the book, there's a touching little scene as the Fellowship of the Ring is traveling to meet Galadriel in Lothlorien. Their guide takes Frodo to the top of a tree on a hill to show Frodo, quote, heart of Elvendom on Earth. When Frodo climbs back down, he finds Aragorn holding a golden blossom of Eleanor flower, and he is, quote, wrapped in some fair memory. He speaks words aloud, quote, Arwen van Emelda Namarie. Then he looks at Frodo and with a smile says, quote, here is the heart of Elvendim on earth, and here my heart dwells ever, unless there be a light beyond the dark roads that we still must tread, you and I. Come with me. He left the hill of Karen Amroth and came there never again as living man. When Nelron hears about their engagement, he falls silent. He has one requirement for Aragorn, quote, Arwen Undomniel shall not diminish her life's grace for less cause. She shall not be the bride of any man less than the king of both Gondor and Arnor. To me, then, even our victory can bring only sorrow and parting, but to you, hope of joy for a while. Ha, no pressure, Aragorn. That was the last they spoke of the matter. Aragorn continued the struggle against Sauron, and always during his travels, Arwen would watch over him in thought. One movie demonstration of this, remember when Aragorn falls off the cliff and floats in the river for a while in the two towers? There's a moment when Arwen seems to appear and kiss him back to life, saying, Quote, may the grace of the valor protect you. But in reality, it was like Aragorn's horse that was kissing him. Yeah, go watch that again. Skipping ahead, the War of the Ring is fought, and Sauron is overthrown, and Aragorn takes up the throne of both Gondor and Arnor, as Elrond had challenged him to do. After Aragorn's crowning, Gandalf takes him into the mountains above Minas Tirith, and Aragorn laments the withered white tree as a symbol of the ending of his line. But he finds a seedling of the white tree, and tenderly replants it in Minas Tirith and sets watchmen on the walls to look for the coming of Arwen. They arrive in Minas Tirith on Midsummer's Eve. Quote, then the king welcomed his guests, and they alighted, and Elrond surrendered the scepter, and laid the hand of his daughter in the hand of the king, and together they went up into the high city, 
and all the stars flowered in the sky, and Aragorn the King Elisar wedded Arwen Umdomniel in the city of the kings upon the day of midsummer, and the tale of their long waiting and labors was come to fulfillment. They were married thirty-nine years to the day on which they were engaged. Even in the victory of Sauron's defeat, Elrond had reason to grieve. Quote, Grievous among the sorrows of that age was the parting of Elrond and Arwen. Their final goodbye is in the hills above Edoras in Rohan. Quote, None saw her last meeting with Elrond, her father, for they went up into the hills, and there spoke long together, and bitter was their parting that should endure beyond the ends of the world. One hundred and twenty years pass, and Aragorn knows that he must now pass the kingdom to their son Eldarion. He passes the crown of Gondor and the scepter of Arnor to his son, and willingly lays down on his deathbed. Arwen stood alone by his bed, quote, She was not yet weary of her days, and thus she tasted the bitterness of mortality that she had taken upon her. They have one last conversation, ranging from such topics as doom and death. Quote, Estelle, Estelle, she cried, and with that, even as he took her hand and kissed it, he fell into sleep. After Aragorn's death, Arwen left Minas Tirith and passed to the empty land of Lothlorien. Galadriel and Celeborn had gone, quote, and the land was silent. She returned to the hill Karen Amroth, where she had seen Aragorn all those years ago and made her choice. Quote, she laid herself to rest, and there is her green grave, and Eleanor and Nifredil bloom no more east of the sea. Men, find you a woman who will choose to share one lifetime with you, then face all the ages of this world alone, and you had better be worthy of that. Women, find you a man who will face down the darkness of this world and live up to the pressures that are placed on his shoulders. Now, two last references just to round out the theme of hope in Aragorn and Arwen's tale. First, Bilbo writes a poem about Aragorn, which Arwen actually voices in the Return of the King movie. Here are the lines she says, quote, From the ashes a fire shall be woken. A light from the shadows shall spring, renewed shall be blade that was broken, the crownless again shall be king. I love the imagery here because it is a hallmark of Tolkien. Ashes are the burnt down or diminished remains of a fire's fuel, and yet fire is remade. Think about Aragorn's diminished heritage, all the fallen kingdoms that he inherits, and how he restores it. Light comes forth from the least expected place, the shadows. Who knew the Longshank Strider could actually be king? And the blade that was broken, clearly this is Narsil, the blade that cut the ring. But it won't just be repaired, no, it will be renewed, to become Anduril, or Flame of the West. So you see, hope comes from the ashes, even in darkness, when all swords are broken. And my second reference, Aragorn's mother has some final words for him during his last visit before her death. But before I read those, remember the name that Elrond gave Aragorn, Estel, meaning hope. Okay, here are his mother's last words to him. Quote, Onin i Estel, Edain Ucheben Estel Anim. For those of you, like me, who don't actually speak Elvish, here's the translation. And it might sound familiar to movie fans. Quote, I gave hope to the Dunedain. I have kept no hope for myself. Thanks for straying into a dream with me today.
My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Raise your hand if this has happened to you today. You're in the middle of work, you're knocking things off the to-do list, getting stuff done, and your kid asks you to play. Do you drop everything? Do you ask them to wait a minute? What do you do? If you're like me, you don't always say yes right away. The kid moves on, you get busy, and you forget to circle back around and play. An opportunity to make a memory has been lost, and the dad guilt settles in. Not so anymore. I've developed a simple game that will enable you to take those small moments and have fun. It's called Dad's Adventure Dice Digital Edition. My five-year-old daughter asks me nearly every day, can we do Dad Adventure Dice? What follows are some quick rolls of the dice that lead to a fun activity with an intriguing twist. Within five or ten minutes, we've had a lot of fun, shared a lot of laughter, and made a memory together. Download your own Dad's Adventure Dice today. Visit store.adventures.dad to download yours. That's store.adventure.dad to download Dad's Adventure Dice.